Hello, this is Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 402 of the Perceptive Photographer podcast. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you so much for being a listener of the podcast, whether this is your first time or you're a longtime listener. I really do appreciate it. If you like the podcast, go on ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to to make sure you keep up to date with all of the latest episodes. And if you're an iTunes subscriber, a little review up there would be really helpful in finding other people to allow them to discover the excitement of the little podcasting universe we have over here. So we'd really appreciate that. Before we jump into today's topic of audience, I wanted to give you a quick reminder that my 2023 workshops are all starting to come online. The in-person workshops are all up on my website at danieljgurvey.com, including printing, black and white intensive, vision to print, a week in the Palouse. We're going to be doing an on-location workshop back in the Palouse in June. Would love to see you at one of those workshops. So go ahead and check that out and drop me a line if you have any questions that I can answer. Also, I'm going to be doing a number of online classes and workshops, seminars, some free, some paid next year. And the first one, a nine-hour, three days on Saturdays, three hours on consecutive Saturdays, June, January 21st, 28th, and February 4th. We'll be doing a black and white class then. So if you're interested, jump on up there and check that out. That class is $200, or if you want the recordings of all the classes, it'll be $250. So anyway, that is what's going on there with the old workshops. Audience is what I wanted to talk about today. Last week, we talked a little about the notion of recognition and the importance of what we strive for in recognition. And I think part of that is tied into audience. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about audience, because I think that's also one of the big sort of crux pieces if we think about the cornerstones of working on our photography. And if you're wanting to make photographs that other people are looking at, other people are appreciating and seeing, part of that is identifying who that audience is, is that will look at those photographs and spend the time to sort of connect with the work. And I think that can be a big challenge for a lot of us. And I think it's one of the hardest parts actually of working actively in photography. When it comes to audience, I think one of the important things to identify is that there is oftentimes more than one audience for our work and more than one type of feedback we would potentially want from different audiences. And so part of understanding what we're doing with our photographs is understanding what audience we're actually speaking to and are we showing the correct work to the correct audience. And I think that's one of the interesting sort of, I don't want to call it a misunderstanding, but I would say it's a sort of a, a myth of audience is that there is a universal audience for all work. And while I do think we have certain artists in history, we look at their work and we appreciate the body of work. We might look at a particular painter or a particular sculptor or a particular photographer and we might say, oh, you know, I really liked a lot of Dorothea Lange's work. Not all of it. Some of it I like more than others. Some of it I connected with in a much more meaningful way. And others, eh, not so much. Same thing can be said about Michael Kenna, Carrie Mae Weems, Ansel Adams, Annie Leibovitz, whoever you want to pick as a photographer, Picasso, Rothko, Dolly, whoever we're looking at in art, is that some of the work we really connect with. Some of the work we may not. And that's in part, again, making sure that the right work is to the right audience. Now, we hit a certain point, we hit a certain you know, level of importance in a, in a grand scheme of collectability that all of the work seems to hold more, more importance than other work. But for most of us who aren't at the level of being collected by multiple museums around the world, 
a lot of that identification of what is my audience and what is the purpose of that audience becomes, I think, even more critical. And I think we have an audience for technical. I think we have an audience for meaning. I think we can have an audience for critique and conversation. I think we can have an audience for appreciation. I think there's a lot, again, a lot of different audiences. And again, deciding which audience you're speaking to is important. And part of that goes to understanding what the work that you're creating is about. What is it that's central to the work that you're creating at that time, that body of work, whether it be a single image or a collection of images that you're putting together into a, a larger body of work? What is it really about that work that you're looking to solicit feedback about? And what sort of connection are you trying to make through the work? And to me, the connection to the work is the ultimate sort of question at the center of identifying audience. If what I'm talking about is something that is very important to me from a social justice standpoint or an environmental standpoint or family or societal hope, whatever it is, making sure I have clarity of that and then identifying other people who have that same interest becomes my audience. See, one of the most interesting things is once we accept something, once we buy into something, we are more likely to allow that same conversation to happen over and over again. It's why we get such odd sort of things that happen in social media when rumors, hearsay, and misinformation get disseminated is if it falls within a belief system we already have, we amplify that. The same time, we amplify positive messages as well. We are more likely to distribute a happy message if it's in line with our values that we already have. And so as we create work, as we share work, part of that amplification that we're looking for, and that's sort of what we're looking for from an audience, is can I amplify the message, the thing that matters to me? Can I communicate that in a louder voice, even though it may be a quiet voice, but can I disseminate that to a larger audience of people, a larger group of people? It's important to know that part of getting that audience is finding the alignment. And so if you are passionate about an issue with protecting wildlife, finding other people who are also interested in that subject matter becomes part of the audience. And I think part of the other challenge there is you may be interested in your work in, in reaching a broader audience, but this is where audience comes from. The friend of my friend is my audience. And so part of connecting with an audience, part of engaging with an audience in a meaningful way is sharing your work with a lot of people, identifying who are the key stakeholders, and then allowing them to also help market, for lack of a better word, and talk about your work. They can share with their friends, which is more people than you know. If you have a conversation with 10 people and they have a conversation with 10 people, you're reaching now hundreds of people, eventually thousands of people, about what your work's about. If you're trying to do that yourself, it's going to take a lifetime just to have a thousand conversations. So part of that is identifying, again, who is it that's important that you want to reach out to? And when we think about this on a grand scale, it's like, well, there's really influential people who work for the New York Times who are writing about an issue that's important to me. So I'm going to talk to see if I can get them interested in my work. It's much more grassroots than that, I think. It's much more sort of down to earth than that because it's more organic if we start with the people we know. If we start identifying 
the people that we are aware of who have that same interest. And this is the big thing, I think, when it comes to starting to grow your audience, when it starts to understand how to increase that level, is it starting to ask people who you know have a connection to your work to share that connection with your work. Now, I personally think it's quite flattering when somebody asks me for a favor, assuming I like them. <laughs> I find it annoying if they don't. But assuming that somebody I know, somebody I have a good relationship with, they ask me for a favor. They're not asking me every day for a favor. But if they said, you know, this is really important to me, I would love for more people to be able to look at my photographs about this particular subject. Could you help me, you know, disseminate that, amplify that? Could you share that with some of your colleagues, some of your friends who you think might also be interested in that. So now what we're asking our audience to do is do some of the work for us. Help me spread that message. And I think that's one of the important aspects of identifying your audience is, again, identifying the people who can help support you. Because one of the things an audience is valuable for is helping you grow. They give you feedback. They give you awareness. They give you understanding. They support your work. All of those things that we crave in that recognition bucket for our feedback, we get from an engaged audience. So an audience is not about eyeballs. An audience is about engagement. It's about who's connected to the work in a meaningful, in a deeply meaningful way. So that if there is something that you're passionate about that you're trying to convey through your work, you're now working with people who are also engaged with that work. And it may not be a lot of people. An audience is not defined by how many thousands of people or hundreds of people or millions of people are in the audience. It could be an audience of one. And so uh, as we set expectations on what audience means, really thinking about, is it the number of eyeballs or is it the meaningful relationship developed through the work? Is it the connection through the work? And if it is, is one connection, two, three, four, are those more valuable than 10,000 connections who do nothing with the work? Oh, I loved the work. I didn't change in behaviors. I didn't learn anything. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't spend any time with the work. It was hot and trendy to like that work. So I did and I've moved on. Or that work has stayed with me. It has connected with me. It has resonated with me. Now, finding that audience, again, I think starts small and it involves us putting a risk out there of asking for things from others. The willingness to say to somebody, do you know anybody who might be interested in sharing work like this or showing work like this? And it might start off as simple as, you know, I have a friend who runs a law firm that deals with environmental issues and I know they're looking for new artwork for their walls. Let me make a call. Let me see if I can, you know, put you in front of the person who's doing the remodel. There's all sorts of little ways that we could be surprised about how that could happen. But it never happens if we don't ask, if we don't take that risk to engage with our audience. The inverse of that is I think it's important when you find somebody else's work that you also engage in a meaningful way with them. If there's some way you can help them out. It is hard enough to find an audience on your own. And so when you start helping other people identify their audience and help other people engage with their audience, they're more apt to help you do the same. So this is a little, uh, we scratch each other's backs and we both get to take a step ahead. 
So I know finding an audience is tough. It's always a challenge. And we oftentimes think of an audience as a location, spot, magazine, certain set of eyeballs. But again, what is it ultimately that you want out of that audience? And if it's maximum engagement, finding a way to have that conversation. Now, here's the other thing that's tough about that. You're going to feel like you're repeating yourself mm, a million times. But remember, every person you're talking to is a new person you're engaging with on that topic, on that conversation. They have not heard this before. They haven't seen the work. They haven't engaged with the work in this more meaningful, insightful way. And so you may feel like I'm saying this again and again, but you're not. Again, each person you meet with is a new opportunity for that engagement. So don't think I've already said this because you probably haven't. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks so much for being a part of the podcast community. I really do appreciate it. Again, there's so many great things out there to photograph. If you haven't picked up your camera in a while, pick it up, photograph something. And if you haven't printed anything in a while, if you're not a printer, there is every company under the sun based on what's coming into my inbox in the last two weeks is going to be holding some kind of sale in the month of November and December. So get some prints made by somebody because they're all on sale getting some of those images up on the wall. It'll do wonders for you. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.